When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on an all new Dr. Phil. She's currently engaged for the fifth time. Do you want to get married? I'm not making any promises, but I'll do my best. Runaway brides. You should get that engagement ring back because you're not engaged. She is not going to marry you. And runaway groom. This is my five-year-old engagement ring. We have two children together, but he won't marry me. Is there something she needs to know about why you can't do this? Plus, where is this groom now? I don't know. Well, we talked to him. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. It matters to you. That's what I want to talk about. Are you ready to move? Let's do it. Go, Dr. Phil. You hear about some women desperate and looking to run to the altar, right? Just got to get married. But Kelly is doing everything in her power to run away. Now, she's been engaged not once, not twice, not three, but four times. Now, she's currently engaged for the fifth time and giving her fiance every excuse in the book. Come with me. She keeps putting obstacles in front of him, and guess what? He's kind of getting through them. There's good old boy Rick on the stage, but let's see what obstacles you've put him through. First obstacle, money. You say money's a big deal, right? Well, it's a big investment. How do I know that it's gonna last? Yeah, well, you gotta fight over that one. And then we've got this, a big giant hourglass here. Four years ago, it's still waiting. That will run out eventually. But the ring's there, we're good. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Third obstacle's a marriage certificate. <laughs> she won't take Rick's last name. He has to agree to change his name to hers. No, gotta go, gotta go. Now, Seriously? there's one more obstacle. She wants him to lose weight. Then she feeds me seconds and thirds at dinner. You think there's a reason behind that? Yep. You gotta lose weight before you marry him, so you feed him like a pig. He could refuse it, he could refuse it. But it's so good. <laughs> Do you want to get married? Do you have any desire whatsoever to get married? Kind of. Well, we'll see. Here's more of Kelly's <laughs> philosophy on marriage. Take a look. When people get married, they're miserable. I can be miserable all on my own. I don't need to get married and divorced to do that. See, I think you're looking into this the wrong way because the difference between what we have now and marriage is a piece of paper. It's complacency. You'll start walking around in your underwear and scratching your butt and I'll wear moo-moos. I won't brush my hair for a week. It'll just, it won't be pleasant. If common law is a promise of monogamy, then marriage is a promise of monotony. So basically you have one big party. And then life sucks from here on in. And if that's not enough, here's the bill. Now fight. See you in divorce court. 
Well, that's pretty grim outlook. Well, it's 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 logical. It's based on statistics and everything. So I think that what I I think it makes sense. Just nobody else agrees with me. If you don't want to get married, why do you keep getting engaged? I, I don't know. I like being with somebody. I just don't want to. No, but seriously, you say I don't want to get married, but you've been engaged now five times. If you don't want to get married, why do you keep doing that? Why don't you say up front, will you marry me? No, no, I won't. Thank you. Appreciate the offer. They're all nervous and twitchy face. How could you say no at that moment? <laughs> that would be cruel. What's cruel is leading some guy on, making him think you're eventually going to marry him, and you don't. You have no use for a man in your life? Well, I do. He's still here. We're still together. We live together. Then why not get married? Well, okay. Most marriages, the first marriage ends in divorce. So they say most people tell me it's the second or third's the charm. So if I married him, I'd have to get rid of him. So I'm doing him a favor because now I get to keep him if I don't marry him. <laughs> why, are you, why are you putting yourself through this? Because I love her to death. I do. She wants yeah. you to change your name because she doesn't like your it's name. It's a name. It's just a name. So you would change your name Possibly. to marry her? Possibly. I don't want to. Of course I don't want to. What do you, you? I, <laughs> God, that's an this evil is what laugh. I gotta, this is what I have to put up with. That is an evil laugh. See? <laughs> By the way, I don't know who they is that's telling you this, that you have to throw away the first one, and it's the second one or third one that works, so you're doing My him a favor. My parents have been married between many, the two of them times? seven times. My friends have been married and divorced. I mean, I started buying cheap wedding gifts because I was getting tired of it. I'd spend a couple hundred dollars and they were done in a year. That was a weak investment for me. Well, the truth is there is a disturbingly high divorce rate in America. It's, you know, some people quote 50%. It's really in the mid-30s. For the second marriage, however, it's closer to 65 67%. For the third marriage, it's closer to 80%. So whoever they are doesn't know what they are talking about. <laughs> okay, that's not working with my logic. <laughs> no, it's not working with your logic. But look, you seriously, you have to ask yourself at what point you're willing to say, look, enough's enough. Is there a, a point at which you think she's just, she's stringing you on? Sometimes I begin to think like that, but like I know she loves me. I know there's no question about that. Right. It's just, it, it's just the fear of being married. I'm sure of it. What are you afraid of? That we'll just, people get complacent. They take each other for granted. Then they start to resent each other. Then they start to hate each other. You lose your independence. You lose who you are. You, you get wrapped up in the other person too, and you stop being a, an individual. So you don't have much confidence in yourself. You don't have confidence in your ability to maintain your individuality. So your fear is about you and not about him? Well, it could be vice versa. It could be him getting wrapped up in me, too, and him resenting me. It could go either way. Yeah. I got his back, too. Yeah, and that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a clever dodge, but it doesn't answer the question. The question is, do you not trust your ability to not lose yourself in a marriage? Because if you think that paperwork fixes or doesn't fix getting bored, getting complacent, taking each other for granted. That can happen whether you fill out the paperwork or not. 
to me, the institute of marriage is so barbaric. Like, my dad's not selling me for a cow anymore. It's not like he's just shipping his daughter off. Lots of people live common law. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Well, my whole family's married. My parents were married right up until my father passed away. I just feel it's, it's what you're supposed to do. And my family's the opposite way. Marriage doesn't work out so good with, well, except for my grandparents, it doesn't work out so good. Okay, so your parents have been married seven times between them. And do you get that's why she's saying, look, for my people, this doesn't work. Yeah. Okay, but you have to rise above your raisin, right? I mean, just because your parents can't work this out doesn't mean you can't. And look, I'm telling you, I don't think you should marry a woman that doesn't want to marry you. If she really doesn't want to marry you, you got to decide you're either okay to just live like you are or move on because you don't want to marry somebody that doesn't want to marry you. Take it from me. You don't want to do that. (laughs) Kelly says she has even more reasons for not marrying Rick. We're going to go through the list. Maybe we'll cross some of them off. I mean, this could wind up being an altar. Who knows? We'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick's a good guy, and if I have to hear one more time from my family, he's a keeper. Marry him, marry him. I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Or if I have to hear from my friends, if you don't marry him, I will. For some reason, I'm avoiding the marriage like the plague. When the day comes, I might be climbing out the window. Okay, you could call Kelly a runaway bride. She's been engaged four times, broke all those off. Now Rick has been waiting not one, not two, not three, but four years for Kelly to get through her latest excuses, which are keeping them from walking down the aisle. You've just got all of the, you want to wait till you're moved, daughter finishes, uh, health improves, he loses. I mean, you just got a long list. But those are just excuses, right? You really don't want to get married, and therefore you just keep throwing these things out because it gives you an excuse. I don't want our relationship to fail, so I think that's what marriage is an invitation to, right? Well, no, that's not right. I've been married 34 years. We've been married 34 years. And these people, I mean, people get married every day, your grandparents. You have lots of examples in your life of the fact that marriage works. But look, listen, you're getting me all wrong. You you think I'm trying to talk you into marrying him, don't you? Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) I don't know yet. (laughs) No, you're wrong. I'm not. I'm trying to talk you out of talking her into marrying you. 
is what I'm trying to do. I don't want you to not be together. I don't want you to not be together, but look, getting a woman to do something she doesn't want to do is like trying to baptize a cat. Yes. You, you, it, just, it doesn't work. It, it, it doesn't work. If she doesn't want to marry you, then that should... I'm, I'm, it bothers me that that doesn't bother you. It does bother me. It, it bothers you in that you wanted to change your mind, but does it bother you that... To the point that, that I'm going to walk away? No. No, I'm not, I don't think you should necessarily walk away, but you've got to make a decision that says, I'm okay being with her and not being married. Because you don't want to talk her into being married to you if she doesn't want to do it. And she is damaged. She has watched what's happened with her family that's damaged her perceptions here. And she is unwilling to deal with that thus far because you have all these cute things you say and you kind of laugh your way through it and you hide behind humor and you throw all these excuses out there because you don't want to deal with the real issue, which is your fear. And unless you do that, you're, you're not ever going to be at peace, and you shouldn't get married if you're not at peace about but it. But how do you get over that? How does it just... Well, you've got to quit pretending. But how do I just wake up one morning and go, you know what? I'm good with this. Let's go. Off we go. I, I didn't say that. I said what you have happened, that you've been damaged by what's happened in your life. You, you've got friends and family that you've seen get married, divorced, married, divorced. You said you're going broke buying wedding gifts. People didn't last. Okay, so you have this perception that it is a flawed institution, mm-hmm. okay? And you either, you either have to decide that that doesn't mean that the two of you are flawed, or you have to say, I'm just going to spend my life single. And if you're willing to do that, and, and you found somebody that's willing to do that, that says, it's okay with me that I don't inspire you enough, it's okay with me that you don't trust me. It's okay with me that you won't take a risk. It's okay with me that you won't move your position to do something that I value. If he's willing to say all of those things, then you got the right guy. I've been engaged for a time, so I'm not making any promises, but I'll do my best. I don't want to hurt him. I just, I don't know. I, I'm not, a, I, it's a, it feels to me like the biggest gamble of your life. You're gonna, and you're setting yourself up for disaster. Everybody, you know, they say we're gonna spend this much. They spend twice as much. They start fighting about it. It's, I, I, I've yet to see, or, or very seldom do I see people our age succeed. Mm-hmm. Do you share finances now? Yes. Do you share a dwelling now? Yes. Do you share dreams now? Yes. Do you spend time together? You, you pursue life's goals together? Yes. We're pretty much married except for the paperwork. <laughs> Before you get married, there's a lot of things that you have to do. And I think you're caught in ascendancy. You like being pursued. Well, it is. Fu- I mean, yeah. everybody does. That's the thrill of dating. That's the thrill of the chase, right? Yeah. And so, again, what I'm saying is once the chase is over, you may not be quite so shiny. We'll be right back. If you're going to get married, 
there is work that you have to do ahead of time. I think it's really important. People focus on the wedding and not the marriage. I think you've got to talk about and negotiate things like money, geography, where you're going to live, who's going to work, how about religion, how are you going to handle in-laws, what are your sexual expectations, how many children, if any, do you want, uh, how do you want to, what are your goals towards growing old together, where is that going to happen, how is it going to be? Uh, you work through all those things in advance so you have a plan. What I want you to do is be honest with yourself so you're at least making an informed decision. I don't think you should marry him. See, someone agrees with me. I don't. But I, can I don't keep think them. I don't think you should marry him. <laughs> and if if you want a wife and a family, you need to accept she's not it. And when you accept that. When you accept that and stop enabling this behavior, she may change her position. But the, the point is, at this stage, you're not willing to deal with your fear of intimacy. You're not willing to resolve your, your, your issues about this. And you're painting him with the brush of every other couple that you've seen. I mean, I, just because everybody you know seems to have gotten divorced doesn't mean my marriage is bad or yours or yours or yours or anyone is. Well, we, like, I mean. You gotta, you're saying, you're giving your power away. You're letting people decide for you how you're going to live. And that's okay. If that works for you and, and you want to live in that way, then you should do that. My problem is why this is okay with you. I don't know why I'm okay with it. I really don't have But you are. As long myself. as you're with her and you're living with her, and you're together, and you two are sharing your life, then you're okay with it. It's because I love everything about her. I did, whatever has to be done, I'll do probably. Except for the name change thing, maybe. Then you, <laughs> if I, you should get that engagement ring back. Because you're not engaged. She is not going to marry you. Common sense just ain't common enough. She's telling you, let me, let, let, let me make this clear. She's telling you, I have watched my parents get married, divorced, married, divorced, married, divorced. I've been drugged through divorce after divorce after divorce. I've seen friends. I've seen family. Everybody I know, they get married to get divorced, they get married to get divorced. They get married to get miserable. She says she can do miserable alone. But she's telling you that her perception is this doesn't work and it's not going to lead to happiness. Now, that's the truth of the matter. Where are you on this? I think you need to do what you need to do to heal yourself. Absolutely, because I do want to get married. I know, I, and I'm, I'm working on it. I'm just... No, you're not. Well, I, I'm taking baby steps to get no, there. No, you're not. I no, am. No, steps. you're not. I'm here. Sort of. <laughs> you're sort of here. You're hiding behind humor. You're ducking. You're weaving. You're throwing out excuses that you don't believe. And, I, and you may not like me saying this, but that's okay. I'm expendable. He's not. I'm expendable. You don't have to like me, but you have to respect the fact that I'm telling you the truth because you and I both know that I get it. I know. I know. So why do you want to marry her? What, what did, why? Like I said, that's, that's the way it's been in my family. It's just tradition, you know? I feel that's something I need to do. That's the whole thing about marriage. It's about compromise and negotiation. And she's more interested in embracing her fear than she is your need. So you're already losing. 
You know I'm, saying, I'm telling the truth. I mean, this yeah, is I, ugly. I, I, I know you don't yeah. like hearing this, but it comes down right away. See, marriage is about giving. You, you got to get up every morning and say, what can I do today to make her life better? What can I do today to make his life better? If I could get that in writing, I'd marry him. What? I'll wake up every day and ask myself what I can do to make your life better. Okay, let me see this here. What I do to make your life better. Okay. Okay, and and he signed that with his crummy name. (laughs) You said if I could get that in writing, I would marry him. How how long have we been married? 34 years. At the risk... Thank you. At the risk of patting myself on the back, do I or do I not do that in your life? Oh, you do that every day. Yes, yes. I go to bed every night, and I know that I am loved by this man. Oh, that's good. What do you think about what you're holding in your hand? I think if it's if that is a guarantee, then that. I think that's my biggest fear. Like, that is my fear. So That is a I, guarantee. I'll hold you to it. You can. Then I'll do it. <laughs> you have, um, I'm a pretty good judge of horse flesh, and I truly believe that you have a very genuine and sincere man here that has um, has patiently loved you, has patiently loved you, and wants to be there for you in your life. I wouldn't tell you that if I didn't believe it. Oh, I know it. I know it. You said that there was another obstacle <laughs> that you were standing in your way. She says she doesn't have a dress. You got to have a wedding dress. That's a funny story. Of course, you gave them all away. I didn't, I just, well, I didn't like them after. To goodwill. So someone else can use them. I I didn't throw them away. Yeah. Now, if you like that, that. you love that, well, our friends at David's Bridal have offered to give you a wedding dress uh, if you decide to marry this guy, which you says you have. Now, there are two other dresses backstage that you can try on. You can pick the one that you like the best. It will fit you, and you can take it home. We will ship it to you. We will get it where you actually have that done. And so that's another thing off your list. And I promise I won't send it to Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, you won't send it to Goodwill. I promise. <laughs> okay, no more excuses. We have a deal? We have a deal. We have a deal. Next, a couple who've been engaged for five years. They already have two children together. He won't take the trip down the aisle. We'll see what their story is when we come back. I do want to marry her. I love her. But we just haven't been able to come up with the money for the wedding. This is my five-year-old engagement ring. Candy's really been nagging me about getting married. 
What happens when you want to say I do and he says mm, not so much? Uh, Candy has been patiently waiting to marry her fiance Chad for over five years, but he says that he has a legitimate reason for making her wait. Chad and I have been engaged for five years and we have two beautiful children together, but he won't marry me. It's taken us so long to get married because we you know, originally had a date set and found out that we were pregnant and then had another date set and found out we were pregnant again. This is my five-year-old engagement ring. Chad actually wears a wedding band because it helps him at work. It makes him look like a family man. I do want to marry her, I love her, but we just haven't been able to come up with the money for the wedding. This is where my wedding dress would be if I'd had my wedding as planned. Candy's really been nagging me about getting married. He told me we were gonna have an $8,000 wedding. Then he turned around and said, not having an $8,000 wedding. I'm not willing to take out a loan to be in debt just to have a fancy wedding. And I said, well, how much? And he said, I don't know. It made me mad, and I was like, fine, forget it. So I stopped planning. He always tells me to play the lottery if I want to have a wedding. She's joked around and said, you know, marry me or I'll find somebody that will. I don't think being married is as important to Chad as it is to me. I feel a little bit unwanted and unloved, and I don't feel like I'm number one in his life, that I'm not at the top of his priority list. Okay, question here. Do, do you want to... Do you want to get married or do you want to get married to Chad? I want to get married to Chad. So it isn't just that you want to have a wedding. No, I want to have a normal wedding. I'm not asking for above and beyond. I want a wedding like everybody else has. Yeah. But he just wants to go to the courthouse. So you will marry her. You just don't want to borrow money, go in debt to have this one day event. Absolutely. I, I've You'd marry her to marry, tomorrow. marry her since the day I met her. It's I just don't want to spend, you know, going to debt to spend money on something that is supposed to be our day. And it's, you know, it seems like you spend all this money for everybody else. But we have yeah. money to buy other things like a camper and a yeah. four-wheeler. Well, during the five-year engagement, you point out that Chad has taken out loans for the following items. 23,000 for a new car, 20,000 for a camper, 6,000 for a deck, so $49,000. The average cost of a wedding is 28. So hold it, on. The, the camper is more for Candace and, and the girls than But I said no to the camper. Benefit. You said and no to the you camper. Absolutely yes, love but it. I love it. Yes, no I do, but when four you, nights a week. When no. we started talking about it, you, I said no. You go no. in the camper four nights a week. In the summer. In the summer? Really? She takes her girls there four nights a week while I'm working You go camping four days. nights a week? And you're complaining about he bought a camper? Yeah. In the beginning, I said, no, we have it. Now I'm going to use it. <laughs> okay. Now, seriously, is there no middle ground here that you guys can negotiate? I ask him how much, and he doesn't give me an answer. He says, I don't know. He doesn't. I put it in his hands. I said, okay, you plan the wedding. And no. he doesn't do that either. Well, he did plan one at the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. But that's, I've been dreaming of a wedding all my life, not at the courthouse. My right. uncle's ordained. We can get married anywhere. Right. <laughs> and see, here's the thing that you and I don't get, and I really, we probably should recuse ourselves in this, not because we wear our hair the same, but <laughs> because we're guys. Okay, this is a big deal to a, a woman. It, it is a 
it, it is a big rite of passage. It is a something that you've dreamed about and fantasized since you were a little girl, right? Absolutely. And it's it's something that I mean they they get in their bedrooms and they put towels on their head and pretend they're veils and they walk down the aisle with and their. And I've been thinking about it for five years with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's a it, it is a big deal to her. And you've got to wonder about priorities if if he's not concerned about what's important to you. You also have to be sensitive to the fact that he's saying, look, I don't want to go in debt for us, for our family to go in the hole to throw a, an event here that we clearly can't afford. But we fight about the money, and I don't even know what the money is. So I can't know how much a wedding should cost when I don't have any part of the finances whatsoever. All right. So... I mean, does Candy know what she needs to know here, or is there information being withheld? We'll talk about that when we come back. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth. But when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. Well, I'm here with Chad and Candy. They do want to get married. Both of them want to get married. Chad says, I would marry her today. She says, I would marry him today. But what they call wedding is two different things. Chad says, look. Let's, let's go do it and go to the courthouse and not go in debt. Candy says, no, look, I've been dreaming about this. I, I, I want a wedding. Is there middle ground here? Is there something she doesn't know financially that she needs to know about why you can't do this? I mean, I think that, um, you know, I don't share a lot of the, the financial um, <clears throat> stuff, you know, ever since we have been together. I have handled all of that. Um, I'm the sole provider. How much debt do you think you're stuff. in? You think it's like $1,000 or $30,000? Well, including the house, it's... Well, I mean, credit card debt and things you have to pay. Uh, $8,000, $10,000. Yeah, it's more than that, right? It's way more than that. Well, not including... It's the American dream, right? If you expect her to be sympathetic and empathetic to where you are, then you do need to sit down and tell her where you are. You, you need to. You guys need to sit down at the kitchen table. You need to get it out and say, "Look, we're in this together." I Truly, just feel like together. it's it's my deal. It's my. That's the commitment that I made to her is that I will make this happen, and that's you know that's my responsibility. That's what I do. I'm the one who has to figure it out, anyways. So I mean, yes, absolutely. I'd sit down and go over anything with you, but it's not going to. 
it's not going to change the fact that those bills still come every month and that, you know, I still have everything on my <clears throat> shoulders to take care of a family. But it would help you understand, right? Yeah. Do you want to know? know better. You I mean, handling it all and me not knowing kind of makes me feel like I'm not your equal. And that's not the case. It's, I think that by me having control of the finances, I make sure that it's there. You, you want my advice? I'm telling you, you need to sit down and bring her into all of this. Okay. You can't expect her to understand if she doesn't have the information. This is a partnership. And we're going to help you get started. Okay? We're going to help you get started saving. Weddingchannel.com is willing to provide you $1,000 cash just to start planning your dream wedding. We want to start a play. We just want to start something, a fund. So you have something where you know, I've got something right here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in. That's going to be the first $1,000 that goes towards this to get you started. And then you got to figure out, you, life's about choices. We have this, then that, this, then that. Negotiate it out. This is important to her. If you're the guy that says, I come in, I'm the provider, I make things happen, then you want to figure a way to make this happen. All right, next. She says that her fiancé called off their wedding only days before the big event, and he stuck her. Take a deep breath with a $150,000 bill. We're gonna hear from this jilted bride when we come back. You know, I brought my marriage certificate to the Broken Heart Ball, and I really thought he was gonna show up and we were gonna get married. We talked to him, and he says, I told her that I needed some time, and she said, if you don't marry me a week from now, you'll never marry me. That's I should have sued him, not had a party. We've all seen the stories in the news about brides that are now suing their groom. You know, woman sues ex-fiance for $95,000 of wedding expenses after he had a wild bachelor party. Bride sues groom for leaving her at the altar. She won $150,000. Let me ask you something. If a guy or a woman changes her mind and is stuck with a big old bill and no wedding, should there be a lawsuit? Marilyn says that her fiancé left her six days before the wedding, and that's not the only thing he left her with. She says he also stuck her with a $150,000 bill. What happened in my life, it destroyed me. I am a really nice girl who wanted to get married and live happily ever after and have a big party. And I told Peter that um, I wanted to write a book and I wanted to help people when I grow up, and I wanted to be a motivational speaker, which I had done in the past, and he was non-judgmental. I told him that I had a son, this was all on our first date, and that we were buy one, get one free, and that he spoke to my soul, and it was the best first date I'd ever been on, but if he was gonna mess with me, you know, I'll leave my son out of it. We can have a good time, we can be like the first couple and date and have fun. And he got down on one knee with this huge ring that I did not ask for, which no one ever talks about. The ring was way bigger than I asked for. My mother was very upset about him doing that. And I was like, why did you do that? But, you know, it was all exciting and everything just snowballed and got out of control to have this huge, elaborate wedding. Your mother was upset that he gave you too big a ring? Yeah, I, you know, I, he, I don't know. That doesn't matter either. I'm on Dr. Phil. <laughs> this is wild. I'm supposed to be here seven years later, thin, and beautiful, and you're supposed to say, Marilyn, I've found some guys that have jobs and cars that aren't married, engaged, or gay, 
They're not afraid of commitment. I've cleared them. There's no big red flags. And you are going to get married. And you know what? I've been thinking maybe you would give me away. Dr. Fell, if you like the guy, you could help me out. Because this Jilted Bride thing, it was not in my dream when I was a little girl. Right. And it has destroyed, you know, when I listen to these people and they're getting dresses and all these hopes and dreams. And those are gone for me. I stay home. I don't trust, I didn't even believe I was coming on the Dr. Phil show till the guy had my name on a sign. And I text my son and I'm like, oh, it's not a joke. Boy, we've covered a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and you know what else I want to tell you? I think that Robin is the luckiest girl in the world. And I, my, my mantra is claim your cleavage. And I think she's got double D cups. She <laughs> has so much cleavage. And because I, I watched the show forever. And she wrote that book and told us all what to do. And I just thought that was really awesome that she did that. And I just wanted to tell you that. Because when you're a jilted bride, you sit at home and watch a lot of Dr. Phil. <laughs> you know? um, oh, how convenient. Wow. Um, Can I take this to my mom? Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's white with something blue. Really? Did you plan that? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Am I getting punked? No. <laughs> yeah, we're calling off the show. That's it, it's over. Let's have a party. No. <laughs> Is Ashton out there? <laughs> um, you know, I'm not supposed this, to. Sorry, I'll be quiet. You're this, <laughs> this is really cool. Sorry. <laughs> this, um, this was seven years ago? This was about becoming a family. This wasn't about a wedding. This wasn't about... So where is this groom now? I don't know. Well, we talked to him oh. and got a, got a statement from him. Okay. And he says the total cost of the wedding was about $22,000. Nowhere near $150,000 like Marilyn says. We hardly made deposits. And I was going to pay for the entire wedding. Marilyn didn't pay a dime. The only money lost was $5,000 in cash that I gave to Marilyn. She didn't even pay for the engagement party. Her uncle did. Marilyn was the one that broke off the engagement. I told her that I needed some time, and she said, if you don't marry me a week from now, you'll never marry me. I don't know why she feels the need to lie. It's been very embarrassing and frustrating for me. So he's obviously upset. I should have sued him, not had a party. That's, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. I need help to lose weight, and to, to have a future to look forward to. And I need to know about my son. You know, if I don't trust people and I don't get married and I don't have a future, you know, or a second chance, it's okay. But he was a little boy who did nothing wrong. Right. And at this point, you, you, have, you, you have to take care of yourself, right? Do you feel like you're stuck? I know that it's better that we didn't get married. Obviously, from watching your show. Did you break the engagement off or did he? I did not break okay. the engagement off. And so why? If I broke the, broke the, I'm sorry. Did he bail? He uh, bailed on you? He came to my house the Friday before and said, I can't do this right now. And why? I don't know. You, you never found out why? No, and, and I saw him the Tuesday after. You know, I brought my marriage certificate to the Broken Heart Ball. And I really thought he was going to show up and we were going to get married. I know. What was I thinking? You right? thought he was going to show up at the Broken Heart Ball? Yeah. Yeah. Now, in a Broken Heart Ball is what you did instead of the wedding. You, you said you had all this stuff. You, you truly have to decide 
that you got to take care of yourself. I mean, at some point you got to say, look, I'm, I'm not taking care of myself. You say you've gained weight, that you're staying at home, that you're not pursuing your, your goals and dreams. That's not okay. You, you got to decide, you know what? At some point, I got to get on the list. I got to get on the to-do list. I got to start taking care of myself, and I'm going to help you to do that. But you, you, you got to decide to kind of be selfish in your own behalf for a while. You got to put yourself at the top of the priority list. Today, how do you trust any, anybody? If I see people that say, I don't trust anybody, what I really hear them saying is, I don't trust myself enough to be able to handle whatever they do or don't do. I'm too vulnerable. I'm too fragile. I can't put it out there because if they're not perfect and they won't be, I won't be able to handle that. That's what I hear when people say, I don't trust anybody. I hear them say, I don't trust myself. You got to learn to trust yourself again. And then you can trust somebody and they don't do right. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, you'll get through it. You got through this. It's taken its toll. It's damaged you. The first place, you say, before, how do I ever trust anybody? The first thing you got to do is get back in touch with yourself. And, you, need, and you, you don't like your body image, right? It's one of the first things you mentioned. A, a, a good friend of mine just wrote a book called 17-Day Diet. We've, we've had it on the show, Dr. Moreno here. And I'm going to have him talk to you. I'm going to give you that book. I'm going to have him talk to you. And we're going to get you started. We're going to get you in shape physically. Can I hug you? Mentally and emotionally. Not yet. We're going to get you in shape. We're going to move you in the right direction here. And we're going we're to get you on a 17-day diet. I, I'm going I'm to get a trainer to work with you. Really? We're going to get you physically in shape. I want you to take care of yourself. I'm, I, I'm serious about it. I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to have one mood at a time. <laughs> okay? Because right now, you're kind of having... Um, right now, you're kind of having... You're kind of having a lot of moods at a time. Obviously, this is this has wounded you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get you back where you need to be, and then we'll deal with the question of how do you start to trust. Because first thing I want you to do is start trusting yourself again. I want you to observe yourself doing better than you're doing now. We'll get started on that, and then we'll talk again. Want to know what's coming up on Dr. Phil? Visit drphil.com and subscribe to our email newsletter. Well, if you're dealing with a commitment crisis, you go to drphil.com, you can click on be in the show, you can tell us your story. And you know, I'm gonna tell you the truth about this stuff, I I really am. Uh, We're gonna continue this discussion on our message boards, or you can go to my Facebook page, click on like, give us your comments. You can go to drphil.com message boards, you can find me on Twitter, I'm easy to find. A special thanks to uh, Dr. Mike Moreno, the 17-day diet. He's going to get you started on that. And a special thanks to Gold's Gym because they're going to work with you on getting you moving in the right direction in that regard as well. And Robert Reams, uh, the trainer for the Dr. Phil Show, will be in touch with you very soon. We're going to get you busy. All right, guys, thanks for being here today. So long. Yeah.